Hey listeners, well I had an interesting question and the question is, how do you keep IP, intellectual property, in the business? A lot of people sometimes get up and walk with their feet and leave an organisation and sometimes the IP will go with that person. So somebody's asking, how do we keep that in within the business? Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners or I share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. Well, hey listeners, welcome to today's episode and, and it's really quite an interesting question here, which is how do you keep IP or the intellectual property within a business? Well, the thing here is that we hear people say, why should I invest in people? Why should I develop them? if they're going to get up and leave. And we all say, well, what happens if you don't? And they stay. And so investing in people is really important. I know people are going to get up and leave. And I know for a lot of leaders, they get frustrated. They get really upset that they've put one, two years into this person and now they've left. So that's one thing that we would think about, right? So people we invest in, they get up and they leave and we have to go back to zero again hire someone else and start training them up as well. So that's one side. The other side is is about the intellectual property. And so for a lot of organizations, you may have somebody who's been in a role for a very long time. And so it's not just the duration or the tenure that they've been in the organization for, it's what they're actually walking out with. The actual value of the things that they know how to do and maybe no one else does. So the thing here is that if they're going to get up and go, they're going to get up and go. Now, various people leave for certain reasons. I know that they joined organizations, but nine times out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10 times, they leave because of a person, their leader or other people. And so the thing here is, there's a whole lot of things that we can be starting to think about or talk about. First of all is, How is that person going and are they happy within work and what's happening for them? Because if you're not addressing things or at least asking the question, how are you going? Then what's going to happen is that you're going to find people are not going to be happy and they're going to start thinking about things and they're going to start to leave. I don't know how many of you actually hold one-on-one meetings with your staff, with your employees. I am blown away by the number of leaders that don't hold one-on-one meetings. It's really important that you do it. Now, how often? Probably every two weeks would be at least where you should be meeting them. If you need to go to week three or once a month, that's way better than nothing at all. Because there are a lot of leaders that do no one-on-one meetings, and it's crazy. Because the thing is, we want to know where people are at, but also let's discuss things, and how are we actually going to grow them and develop them over time? So, My clue here, or my thought is to leaders, make sure you're doing one-on-one with people, seeing how they are, where they're at, and then giving them pieces of work, initiatives, projects, 
to help them stretch. Another thing you should be thinking about is, how are you looking after them? Are you really looking after them? And I'm not talking about you having to bribe them, but it's about how you are treating them. How are they part of the team, part of the organization? And are you getting them to contribute to the organization? Is their voice being heard? Or are you a leader that poo-poos everything that people say or it falls on deaf ears with you and you don't listen to what people are saying? Why? Because you possibly are somebody who thinks you know it all. Now, that's pretty harsh in what I've just said. But you know what? There are leaders out there today, and there's probably you, some of you who are listening right now, who are like that. We might need to listen to the people in our team. There are people who are very, very smart, talented, and they may have some really good ideas. But you know what? You're missing them. And that's how also people get upset, and that's how their IP walks out. Now, there's something else I think you should probably also understand, is that for a lot of you, is that you try to manage the person, and you're working on what the person is doing. That's all fine. But there's this other side too, which is around processes and systems. The thing here is this. When you actually are going to hire a new person, do you have to reinvent the wheel every single time? What do I mean by that? Do you have to think about part of their onboarding and having to go out there and find things to explain to them how to do it? So that's what I mean by the wheel being reinvented. Organizations that are great and leaders that are great are ones that actually what we have in place called SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures. You see, anyone who is successful in life, in business, high-performing in life and in business, comes down to the processes and the systems that they put in place to help them be successful. Listeners, I'm going to ask you, do you have within your team, within your business, within your sporting team, within your home life, do you have the processes and systems in place to help you set up for success? Number two, if you do, are they documented? Now, this is an interesting thing to talk about because a SOP or a standard operating procedure can be documented and put into place certain ways. One is it can actually be written down. Number two, with today's technology, can we film somebody doing it? Now, some of you might right now thinking, oh, Dennis, but I'm not very good at film or video. I don't have the equipment. Well, if you've got a mobile phone nowadays, they tend to come with cameras, and the cameras are fantastic. So what should you do? Well, there's a whole lot of things that I want you to think about, and I'm going to take you through the steps to talk about what you should be doing and enabling you to be able to hold the IP within the organization. Now, I also understand there are special roles or specialty roles that people do and sometimes if we're not getting people to learn from that person, when that person walks out, the IP walks out. So you want to try and stop that from happening. I'm not meaning stopping them from leaving. I'm talking about how do we retain the IP within the business and not the person. You see, the other thing too you need to think about is about where do you store all this IP? And you want to be able to have a repository somewhere where everyone could go to to find the information out. As I said before, with technology, 
we can actually do a whole lot of stuff around videos and things like that. So when should you start to document? When should you start to pull together the video, the wording, the items that need to be done for a certain thing? Well, now is the right time. There is never a good time. Well, there is actually. When you first start the business, that would be the best time to do it. But you know what? For most people, they don't even know what their processes and operating systems are yet when they're starting a new business. They're just trying to get things launched. So as you go on, I think it's really quite important for us to do that. So what we can do is get you to start thinking about what are the processes, what are the systems you might have in your business today. You may already have some, and so then it would be quite good for you to brainstorm and think about all those different little things that you need you do today on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. There might be some new ones that need to be created as well. And the beautiful thing about what I'm sharing is that you can add to it, subtract from it, and also change it at any one time, depending on what's happening for you and your organization and the business, the industry. So the thing here that we should do is we should look at how to document all the different processes and the things that happen in your business. Well, one way to do it is to actually step back and brainstorm and think about all of those, whether you do it on a mind map or whether you do it on paper, whatever it is, is come up with the different areas of your business and the processes that happen within those different areas. The thing I would say to you then is, do you actually create the wording for what you do there? Well, with today's technology, what might even be better is that you go to chat GPT and you put in the role and you put in what the system is or the, the, the process and see what chat GPT comes up with one way. Second option you could do is to grab your phone. And if you're doing something manually, like working on some machinery, actually filming it being done while the person is talking about what they're doing, even down to the the screwdriver they're using, the hammer they might be using, the forklift that they're using, everything they talk about on actually breaking it down and talking about it. So the video is recording, of course, the actual film of what's being done, but also the audio. Then you've got some software out there, some AI software that will actually transcribe it for you and actually provide you the words and also the video. Then you can put that into the repository under that process or that system and people know what to do. The other option is, if you're doing something that is in an office type scenario or using something on the laptop, you can actually record your screen and also you talking about things as you are doing it on your laptop. And then that too can be transcribed and that too can then there be the video and the transcription and can go into the folder or into that system of process in the repository. So there's many ways that you can do it. This is the exciting part. If you can get this recorded, then it is captured. If the person leaves, they are captured recording, sharing, teaching others on what to do. Now, even if somebody watches it for one time, it doesn't mean they're going to get it straight away. They might need to listen to it a few times. The thing here is that when the person leaves, that process or system is still there. And the beautiful thing about it is that if the process or system changes, you can create a new video and you can go in and transcribe it and you've got the new updated version and you can just delete the old version. And so then you've got the new version. When somebody joins your team through a new hire, through a promotion, 
through a transfer within the organization into your team. All you need to do is refer them to the repository where the systems and processes are documented and they can learn how to do it. You get the new person on board, six months, one year down the track, you can get them to do the same thing as well. You are not having to train people all the time. And when people leave the organization, the IP is leaving with them, but is also still retained within the organization. And so as you do that, it's really quite interesting to see what happens. But also if you have an organization that you are wanting to sell in the future, well then by actually having all this documented, this is another asset of the organization, of the business, of your team that you have put in place. Whether you're in a large corporate or whether you're in a small business entrepreneur or medium-sized business, it doesn't matter. Even in a sporting team, you can do this. Now, here's another example. If you're wanting to book flights to go from where you are to another country, well, how do we do that? Well, in our organization, this is the tool that we use. Record you actually booking a flight. So then later on, if you're not able to book that flight, but one of your team was wanting to book a flight for you or for them, they can always watch that video and listen to it and understand what they need to do and they can go off and do it. This is actually going to save oh, so much time for you when you're onboarding people or you're wanting them to learn a new process or system part of their job and you are not having to be everything to everybody. The beautiful thing about this is that that's how you retain the IP in the business. So a few things I've already shared with you today. One is make sure you look after people, be there with people, meet with them on a regular basis, get them involved, get them to collaborate with others as well, and maybe even get them to teach others what they do. The other one, great way to do it is actually get them to cross-pollinate. In other words, person A and person B will actually learn each other's job. Then you might get person C and D to come and learn those jobs as well. But the thing is, if one person gets up and leaves, others are able to pick up the role and do things too. Okay, so that's that's another good way of doing it. And then, as I said as well, is that you're actually creating this process as a systems, capturing everything you want, whether you brainstorm and put it all down on paper, then you start creating the systems or processes and recording them as people are doing them, whether it's being on a laptop or on a you know physical sense, like in a manufacturing site, whatever it is, and then you've got all the IP collected. Now, the discussions with clients and understanding what clients is going on, that stuff will not be captured. But the thing is, is that you tend to have CRM tools will actually where people actually will put in their notes about what the discussions they've had with clients. So it's a trap. Make sure you're not being caught out by people leaving your organization with the IP of your business. Number two is make sure you've got it captured and that it is in the repositories and you've got everything in there. And number three, who does this? Well, it starts with you, and then you start getting others within your organization to do the exact same thing as well. Well, so that's answering that question of how do we retain the IP within the business? All right, listeners, well, it's always a pleasure being with you. Until next time, thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 